0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to A Blind View for October Oh, gosh, I forgot the day. October 13th, 2023. My name is Belle. I am your facilitator for A Blind View. And this call happens every second and fourth Friday of the month. And we are certainly glad you're here. Those of you who have joined in Zoom and in Clubhouse and those who may be listening on ACV Media 5 uh, Travis is my host in Zoom today, and Ch- uh, not, yeah, Chanel is in Clubhouse, and she is also streaming us on ACB Media 5. So, thank you both for your time um, and helping out with this event. And, like I said, thank everyone else for being here this afternoon or evening, depending on your location. And, um, As if you're new to this call, a blind view is typically a call where we um, I throw out a topic, uh, mostly a blindness related topic uh, that may or may not have some uh, debate surrounding it. Sometimes it's a lighter topic, sometimes it's not. Uh, But the premise of the call is to hear your view hence a blind view your view on this topic and um, you know we'd just like to know your ideas and thoughts about the topic Um, I always say your view matters Um, there's no right or wrong answer to the question so with that said and that out of the way you guys don't want to hear me ramble for an hour so (laughs) i'm going to go ahead and get to the topic for today and today's topic is all about your preferred mode of independent travel and what i mean by that is not uber lyft or any of that what i mean is guide dog or cane and before you decide oh no this topic is not for me well just wait one second and what what I really want to know is not so much about oh well is a guide dog better than a cane or a cane uh, better than a guide dog I want to know what made you decide at this point in your life currently that you prefer whatever you choose? If it if you prefer a guide dog right now, uh, what, what is the one, what is something that is really, you know, your reason for choosing a guide dog? Or if you are an independent cane traveler, You know, why is that your preferred method of travel? Um, And I'm going to start off. um, I'm going to say for me currently, I am a cane user. um, Travel independently with my cane. I've done so all my life. There have been times in my life I've considered getting a guide dog. And um, as a matter of fact, just recently, I still <laughs> have kind of been tossing it in the air, you know, maybe I should actually give it a shot. But for me currently, it's it's just about the uh, convenience of just grabbing that cane in the corner, walking out the door and just moving right along um, and not having all the extra Things that, you know, go along with having the guide dog uh, that I have to worry about. So um, that that's just kind of where I stand with it at the moment. That may change at some point. Um, but I'd like to hear from you all and know what your thoughts are. And as I said, there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, I would like for us to be mindful of you know, how we share well, well what we share because just because you know, what's right for me is definitely may not be not it may not be right for you. So, um with that said, Travis, do we have any raised hands?
2: Oh yes we do. We've got a All bunch. Right. Awesome. Mr Phil. You're hey up.
3: Phil and welcome Good to evening the evening, Belle. You know, this is a fantastic topic. Mobility, I could talk about that all day long. I tell you, it's, it's the most important skill that those of us who are blind have to have. It, mm-hmm. it honestly is. To answer your question, I am a cane user and have been all of my life. Um, like you, I kind of, you know, Uh, looked at the possibility and idea of getting a guide dog. The thing, of course, a lot of big responsibilities that go along with that. That, uh, I I, I love dogs, and you know, it's something I'm when I'm uh, Mm -hmm. but I, I think the real difficulty for me would be. Having to put, uh, part with that dog after every few years and get another
1: one—that oh, yeah. that, that
3: emotional part—I get really emotionally attached to my own dogs. I've done that, and twenty-five years ago, in fact, I lost the dog, and it was just so painful. I just finally decided no guide dog for me. But but the cane has just been—it's been—it's been literally, a, and I mean literally, a lifesaver sometimes. And <laughs> yeah. So you know I know the first time when I started using one when and when I was in college I noticed how smoothly I was able to move around in crowded situations people did get out of my way for the most part but uh, but it is it is literally been just something that has just given me so much independence and freedom and I'd highly recommend it to anybody
1: Okay Awesome and you're you reminded me of something. Yes, I'm sure would guide uh, someone say this Who have or use their guide dogs as well that the cane? Has -hmm. definitely been a lifesaver for me as well. Oh my goodness. Oh some of the stories I could tell but not here (laughs) In the club my friend (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Phil for being here
2: All right next up we have William
1: Hey William
2: Oh, William, you're still muted. So we'll go ahead and come back to you. And Hello, we'll move on to, there, there you is.
3: are. So hope everyone's doing well. So as for me, um, a cane is the appropriate tool r- for right now. But I would like to get a guide dog someday. And uh, for right now, I really enjoy traveling independently with a cane. But uh, I'd like to get a guide dog someday. Um, really enjoy really enjoy animals and uh, I think it'd be a perfect fit for me. I've had some really good mobility instruction over the years. So uh take care everyone.
1: Well thanks William and I wish you You're the welcome. best if you ever decide to get a guide dog. I wish you all the best with that.
3: Thank you very much. Appreciate that.
1: Thank
2: you. All right, Lynn.
1: Hey Lynn. Well uh going. You-
4: I had five dogs and I don't have one now and I really am upset about it because first of all and I I, I'm okay with the cane but I don't like it and I'm afraid to walk now and it's you know around this neighborhood but you know what um so I had five dogs and I really loved all my dogs it is very hard to give them up I agree with that Mm. but I have decided that a dog is too expensive and it requires a lot of attention not that I couldn't do it I love dogs and I my po- poodle is still alive somewhere, not with me, <laughs> my chocolate poodle, my Another last joint. dog. Um, but I, I I, mean, I tell people that I miss my guide dog more than I missed my husband, which is really mm. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's true. I mean, they're with you all the time, you know, you know, grooming and feeding. And I fed my dog myself. I made her own food and stuff like that. So I, I think both are, are, I think a dog, it, you walk faster with a dog. I think you know they have this intelligent disobedience they talk about with a dog um, you know they're, they're they're you're a team and i I love having a dog um, there are times when I still play with it but you know given my present situation my 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 physical health and my uh, financial stuff that I don't think I'm ever gonna get into the dog and that makes me very sad but Aww. you know I'm trying to do the best with with the cane I'm doing okay with it and I did have a lot of mobility but Crossing streets, I don't like to do anymore, especially with five lane oh, yeah, traffic. oh yeah the traffic signals are you know the, the audible traffic signals are away from this, from where you need to to align with the street and and they're not uniform the the curb cuts, so there are a lot of challenges with uh, a cane that they weren't with a dog, so yeah. Hey,
1: yeah did that make
4: sense to you? It
1: did, absolutely absolutely, okay. and thank you for sharing Thanks. I'm glad you were here.
2: All right, now it's time for our morning beverage. Good morning, Pam, or afternoon, Pam.
5: <laughs> well, Hello, it, it is afternoon, and you know what? I I still have a cup of coffee in the afternoon sometimes, uh, <laughs> but I, too, am a lifelong cane traveler. Uh, I love dogs. I had a pet dog, the same pet dog for over 17 years. And when he died, it just it was like someone just sort of ripped my heart out. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know, if I went to having a guide dog and had to retire it every oh, yeah. one, every eight, nine, ten years, sometimes it's less than that. I just I don't know if I could do it. And it's harder to have to take care of a dog. I'm in an apartment now when I had a dog. I still lived in a house with a fenced in yard i could let him out he could run around in the yard he had his freedom you don't have that in an apartment you got to put him on the leash you got to make sure you clean up after them very carefully yeah and i live in an area where a lot of places number 1 don't have sidewalks oh, and boy. number and number 2 well it's going to be more than 2 Two, uh, there are places where, well, we don't have uh, accessible, uh, oh, what's my word? Audible traffic signals. We don't have that here. And number three, uh, if I walk about not even a block away from where I live, if I want to cross a busier street, not only are there no audible traf- traffic signals, there's no traffic signal period at that right, intersection, yeah. and you're you're taking your life in your own hand because you have no clue what that on oncoming car it- is going to do, and it's it's very frustrating, um, but you know at least for now with the um, the fact of uh places where there are no sidewalks places well and then the um financial responsibility of taking care of a dog and you want to do it right so that means Absolutely. veterinary care that's expensive right. uh, the proper feed feed them the proper food that is expensive right uh
1: well i'm going to play devil's advocate yes. real quick but yes. I, I think some Some might would say that having a a guide dog in that area might be more beneficial to help with travel, but you know, like you said, uh, financial and other things. There are other costs, other things to consider. So, but I appreciate and and
5: often and often the I've heard that a lot of times the the representatives from the guide dog schools if it's one that comes to your house and checks out the area, if there are no sidewalks, they're going to say, uh-uh, right. that's, it's not a good idea to have a dog. Right. Because you right. have to walk out in the street or through the bushes. Yep. Thanks, Pam. Appreciate You're welcome. you being here. You're welcome. Thank you.
2: All right, Jamaica, it's your turn.
6: Hey, Jamaica. Yes. Um, this is Jamaica, and I wanted to let you know that I used to use a cane, but because of me having uh because of me having a head injury, I have to actually go um with a guide sure, <laughs> this, yeah this is gonna be a little funny to everybody, but it's a guide person a person does side a guide with me everywhere, so I have a guide person. That's um,
1: not funny at all. That's uh, you know, that's just another mode of travel. So
6: there you go. Yes. So yeah. that's, that's what, that's what I do. And I'm very, um, I, I, you know, I'm able, that's just how I'm able to handle things at this time. So.
1: That's what, well, that's good. You're still able to get around and get where you need to go. So, yes, yes.
6: Yeah. So,
1: well, Thank
2: thanks you. for being here, Jamaica. Yeah. All right, Tom, it's
7: up to you. Hey there, Tom. Hey, Bell. Well, I'm kind of, you You. Yeah, you you pretty much um, said uh, sort of what I'm thinking for uh, me. And, you know, like you say, we, we, I don't want to turn this into a debate, but which is the better, you know, but for me, I'm a cane traveler, not necessarily the, the greatest one. I don't actually get out that much. And, and there, therein is is kind of leads up to what I'm going to say. I don't know that I would work a dog uh, that much if I had one. You know, because I don't I don't go out that much. And you know, to right. have a dog, you you want something. You you want to be. You, that's f- for people who actually go out and and you know go places. I don't go out that much, so. I don't know that there's really that big of a need for me to have one. You know, it, I, I can't justify it. And two, yeah. there is that responsibility. You know, you, you, if you have a dog, you gotta take care of that dog. And and other it, there's people that say, well, that's that they have no problem with that. I don't know that I'm that I want that responsibility. I'm I'm the guy that likes to just get that cane out of the corner and, and, <laughs> yeah. and
8: go.
7: you know. So there is that. You know, when you get home, uh, the, the cane goes back where it goes, and you know. Uh, that's that you know and, yeah. and so that's, that's kind of where I am for those who have dogs I admire them I I, you know and to even uh, to go back to what Pam was saying uh, that dog probably could get you in situ. situation you know like if you have a situation where you've got a lot of coming traffic that dog knows how, mm-hmm. how to get you around that so there is that you know but yeah. for me you know I, I'm a cane traveler and, and I, I don't know that I'll ever get a dog but you know you never say never but Right now, I'm I'm a cane traveler and excited a sighted guide, and that's just that's that's just happens to be who I am.
1: All right. Well, thank you for sharing, Tom. I appreciate you being here.
7: Thank you. Thank you for letting me share.
1: And I will say that one of the things that I, since going to co- the last couple of conventions that I noticed and I'm still just wowed by is those of you that have guide dogs. Man, you guys could fly around those convention halls so quick. I mean, leave us, leave us, uh, cane travelers in the dust. Uh, I mean, that is one thing that I really would love to be able to experience and to be able to do, but I don't want to, you know, say I want a guide dog just for that reason. You know, it has to be all the boxes have to be checked so. But that is just something that I really admire. Uh, but anyway, who's next, Travis?
2: Miss Monica.
6: Hey, Monica. Hello, Belle and Travis, everyone. While I am a cane user, I will always be a cane user. I, At a time in my life when I was dating someone that was considering a guide dog, I actually considered it and took allergy shots to go through with it went on a Juno walk and everything to see you know how fast I would walk and then I thought do I really want to have a dog um considering I'm allergic to them and yes there are hypoallergenic dogs um but I'm not really an animal person so that kind of defeats the whole oh, purpose of having one yeah um but I I do admire and I People that that have guide dogs, that you do walk so much faster. I, oh I've been gosh, with yes. people, and I walk with them with my cane, and they, it's just fascinating how fast they mm-hmm. walk. And they really love their dog, and which is awesome. I, I just, I just but don't. They love even them leave as some as sighted do.
1: people behind, you know? Right? <laughs> I've so, seen situations where of people are like, "Hey, wait, wait for me," so, right? Yeah. It's pretty awesome.
6: So no, but I, I, you know, people that want to have them, cool. You know, if it works for them, that's great. It just doesn't work for me. Right. All right. Well, thank you,
1: Monica. Appreciate you being here too. You're welcome.
6: All right. Our
2: next person is here as iPhone three. Uh,
1: hello, iPhone three. Can you? I think that's
9: this? me.
8: Hey, P- uh, Patty. So, I don't know how that got changed back. Thank you, Zoom. Okay, anyway. <laughs> all right. Oh, here I was hoping to come in as Team Blue. Thanks for just blowing my oh All <laughs> right. Anyway, well, first of all, I just want to say that to those who know a guide dog isn't the right thing for them, that's the most important thing. Because... I have seen people firsthand in guide dog school miserable because they let somebody talk them into it. Mm. Oh, it would be perfect for you. This is awesome. You should do this. And I have only seen one overcome and find out that it was for them. The other ones went home unsuccessful. And I thought that was sad. So, I first have to say that for me, a guide dog is almost a necessity. My spatial disorientation is so bad that I could get lost in a paper bag (laughs) with all the sides out. And when I have the dog, as long as I know the commands and the things to tell that dog, it all disappears. I mean, I still get disoriented sometimes, but unless it's a brand new place where the dog isn't sure once they pattern to it, they'll correct you. Look, you really don't want to go 10 miles out of your way. Go this way. Just yeah. come with me. I know <laughs> what I'm doing. Now I've heard people talking about areas with no sidewalks. And if you read my book, chapter nine, I believe it is, is a whole book. The devoted the whole chapter devoted to country work and we do learn to work in areas where there are no sidewalks the dogs are taught to trail along the edge of the shorelines what we some people call it's what the cane users call it Mm -hmm. so there's that of course you have to have enough room to walk safely on the shoulder of the road um so there is that but the dog does that for you so if somebody's telling you that absolute no to sidewalks my suggestion is have another school look at you and and that's all i'll say on that because all schools do things differently and and that doesn't mean they're incorrect that just means that's not how they do things so um i try not to be a, a snob either about my school so you know there's that but that's mine, and um I was a cane traveler for 39 years until I made the change, and it was like the difference between a pogo stick and a Cadillac, so <laughs> that's me. Well, I appreciate Team <laughs> Blue being here. <laughs> yeah, well, Team Blue is, right now the other half of the team is monitoring the microwave with my <laughs> supper, but nobody told him that, so anyway, Thanks for being here, Patty. You're welcome.
9: <laughs>
2: All right, Melissa, you are up.
8: Hey,
10: Melissa. Come on. There we go. There you are. <laughs> my my uh, button decided not to work. It wanted to go to the video. <laughs> anyway, um, hello there, Bell and Travis and everybody in ACB Media Land and everywhere else. Um, so I have been using a cane since I was about six seven or eight years old, I believe. And I just prefer to do that over a dog. Um, and especially now, because um, I, when I stopped working and I worked from home for three months um, and I'm still staying at home all day, I, my My mobility skills are really off right now because I just don't get out very much. And it's not because I don't want to get out. It's just, it's just here when, when William and I moved in together, here to and it's like everything was still shut down because of the pandemic. And um, as a result of that, I just don't know what where to go <laughs> on my own. And we have no bus service here in this area either. You have to go way, way far away just to get to a bus. So that's just one thing. But my grandma loves to tell this story. She says that when I was younger, I told her at one time that I wanted a guide dog because I just thought they were cool and, and I figured they would help me you know, get around. But she said, now, Melissa, she said, here's the thing. She said, you've got to feed that dog. You've got to take care of it. You have to love on it. You've got to nurture it. And then I all of a sudden just said, well, uh, no, uh, then I don't want a dog. And she loves <laughs> to tell that story. She told that story last year wh- or two years ago when when William, when when she and my aunt came to Seattle for a cruise and they got to meet William for the first time. And I'm like, I don't remember that. So, <laughs> you know, Well, um, you, you made up your mind pretty early, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I did. But I commend those that do have guide dogs. My best friend is an amazing guide dog handler. Um, although when she was here last time, she, it was weird to see her without a dog because her dog passed away. And that was pretty sad, but it was just a little strange to see her without one. But I think she's going to work on getting her third one. So um, at least that's what she told me. But I commend I I commend all those people that do have guide dogs. I think it's a wonderful mobility aid. And and you're right, they do walk fast. Yeah, (laughs) buddy. All right, but this is awesome.
2: Thanks. Have a blessed day.
10: You too. All right. Bye bye
2: hello randy your turn
11: well,
2: hi randy well hi i guess
11: i have been a cane user for a long time almost the end of the, of the 90s and start of the 2000s and i've been using canes ever since and i guess i'm pretty happy with the cane During there, oh, there was, there was a few times there was a few times i thought about a dying dog and and since i'm you know, in a retirement home um be nice to take it for walks and feed it and of course, veterinary. Of course, some of those things will cost a lot of money.
10: Mm -hmm.
11: And so, I thought about all that, and then I, and of course, when we get into a lockdown, we can't get, either we can't get out of the house or we can't get out of the room. So, I thought, either the dog needs care or no dog. So, I thought, well, I guess I better off with no dog and stick with the cane. Yeah. I have nothing against the dog, but I better off with the cane.
1: Yeah, we have to wear our options. That is true. Yeah, well, thank you for being here, Randy.
11: Yeah, thank you. That was a good topic.
1: <laughs> thank you.
11: All right, Debbie, it's your turn.
12: Hey, Debbie. Hey, how's it going, Belinda and Travis and everybody? Good. Um, I currently use a cane, but it is not my preferred method of mobility. Um, When I was a kid and started to learn to use one, I really did not like it. I hated it. And um, my sense of direction has never been that great, um, especially having to reverse a route. It's like learning a whole nother route. So I did have a dog. Um, I had five of them over a 37-year span. And like others have said, it's, you know, very difficult to retire them. And I have, uh, and I've known it, that I've worked a dog a little bit too long. And, um, you know, it's, it's really traumatic having to put them down. And my last one was in 2016, and she was 13 years old. And the vet told me that it was time. And I was actually kind of relieved that I didn't have to make that decision. Maybe mm. that's not, you know, that's maybe not taking responsibility uh, or something. But it, it was a relief that, you know, the vet, a lot of times vets will, t- oh, we'll try this. We'll try that just to, you know, keep you coming and everything. But
13: mm-hmm.
12: when he told me that, I I knew that was, you know getting to be the end, and she didn't want to put the harness on and, and work anymore, so um, that's what we did, but and my lifestyle kind of changed at that point, too, where um, it's more important to pay the rent than it is to have a dog, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it's a financial thing, plus a lot of the businesses that we used to go to uh, have gone out of business or moved somewhere else, and I I can get to some places that I used to get to with the dog. And um actually I probably do a better job getting there now because I I kind of take the same route and do the same maneuvers that I did with mm-hmm. the dog. So um that's that's my story and yeah. maybe someday, you know, I'll get one again, but uh would have to move to a different area probably because um Well, one thing, the street that we cross out in front of the apartment complex, uh, it's never been great because you're crossing in the middle of the block. Right. And there's no sidewalks, you know, to get down to the corner and you're really better off crossing right here. It's just a two lane But still, um, on the way back now from, say, the grocery store, there used to be some newspaper boxes that they had. And that was a perfect landmark. You know, you'd tell the dog, find the box, find the box. Mm -hmm. And now they've taken those away. And there's not even a concrete pad anymore or anything. So, you know, and who likes to count steps so that you can tell where to cross? And it's just a little too difficult. So I have... um, someone take me to the store now to get groceries, but I, you know, I do well enough for, for what I need to do with the cane. So, but I, I still sometimes miss dogs, but definitely not if we have to evacuate for a hurricane, that is one time that I say, no, I'm glad I don't have. That's
1: an angle that I hadn't even thought about. Yeah. Yeah,
12: That's uh, that's like, I just can't imagine being in a shelter Mm. and having to deal with this kind of a situation with the dog. No. Oh, wow.
1: Thanks, Debbie. Anyway, that's a great topic. Sure. Thank
12: you. Thank you.
2: Mm -hmm. All right. Sally, you are next.
1: Hi, Sally. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, Bill and everyone.
14: Um, Great topic, by the way. Um, I am a cane user. I lost my sight totally when I was 19. And, of course, I knew really nothing about uh, the blind or blindness and uh, some of my first thoughts were certainly um, oh my gosh uh, I need a dog I need to have some way to get around and then I went through all my training and especially O&M and realized how important it was and um, worked very hard with the cane to earn my skills because I knew I had to have those if nothing else Uh, to become independent again. And uh, that really uh, made me uh, very dependent and very confident with the cane. And then I went through the motions of thinking, okay, maybe now I should consider a dog, but I was still really getting myself oriented to the blind world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I continued to use the cane and, began to really think about it. And we had dogs growing up, and I remember the the work it took for my family as a whole to take care of dogs and uh, the expense. And also probably the biggest thing on my mind was the times we had to put the dogs down, and it was very emotional for me. Yeah. So in the long run, um, I just decided um i'm confident with the cane it's given me my self-esteem back my independence uh i'm quite good with it um i still have some stress sometimes at intersections and street crossings but other than that uh, i am a dedicated cane user i'm 48 now so i've had this cane in my hand for 30 years almost and uh I, I think it's certainly a personal choice. The interesting thing I wanted to mention is that throughout, especially my early years, everyone cited pushed me to get a cane, uh, to get a dog, and yet all the friends that I had made who used guide dogs never once pushed me to get a dog. Uh, and I realized at that point that it was definitely a personal choice. Right. Exactly. And and. and I do admire people who have dogs. Um, <laughs> I'll be the one to chime in as well that they move so quickly oh, they and do. so rapidly. <laughs> they work so well as a team, but that never has really concerned me because I move pretty well. I have good spatial awareness. Uh, I have good sense of direction. And so for me, um, being a cane user has never been an issue Um You know, after 30 years, even though I was sighted for 19, I just can't imagine a day uh, without putting that cane in my hand and going out the door. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's become a part of me. It's become my life. It's become normal. And uh, that's my story today.
1: All right. Well, thank you for being here. I believe this is your first time on this call. At least, did I remember? This call.
14: I'm on several, but this is my first time on your call, and I've enjoyed it very much. Great topic today.
1: Well, Thank you, and come back again.
14: Oh, I will.
2: All right, Liz, it's your turn.
1: Hey, Liz. Hello, everyone. I think I know your answer.
13: <laughs> uh, I do. Um, well, I will first say that however we choose to travel, be it cane, dog, human guide, That in and of itself is a personal choice. Um, So I just want to mention that. Uh, And also, Belle, to your point of wanting to see what it is like to walk with a dog, at conventions and conferences, mainly national conventions, some schools will bring uh, dogs with them that they will uh, use for that purpose so that they will have live journal walks, as they call them. So that is just something to keep in mind. Uh, for myself, it I am primarily a guide dog user, but it honestly depends on the environment. Uh, I am just as comfortable using a dog as I am a cane. If it is an area that I am unfamiliar with and that I'm going to need to be familiar with because I'm going to frequent it often, I will tend to want to very much use it first with a cane to get the tactile feedback about what's there, what mm-hmm. isn't there, how do I travel around this area so that I can best direct my dog? If it's an unfamiliar area and then I'm just passing through, I'm not as worried about working my dog, even if I make a mistake, you know, whatever the, they're pretty much, you know, they they adapt and they, they, they're forgiving. Um, but I, you can get different types of information traveling with a cane than you can with a dog and vice versa. And I value both types depending on the environment uh, also, it is hard when you have to end your relationship and retire the dog and or you know, give it its final resting place and help help it cross over the rainbow bridge, as they as we say in in dogland. Um, but it's it's honorable, honestly, I to do that for them because they've selflessly given themselves of their service to me as my eyes. Um, and honestly, I have learned every I have learned something from every single one of my dogs. And I value that and I would not trade that for the world. And I've had four amazing, wonderful dogs who have worked for me for and with me for a different length of time. But I can honestly say that I have, I have uh, learned something from each of them. I have never been able to keep them myself, but for two of those dogs, I have been able to rehome them with the people who have raised them for the first year and a half of their lives. And oh, for me, awesome. that was amazing. And if it weren't for their puppy raisers, A, I wouldn't have had them as a dog in the first place as a guide. Um, but I, I, that's where they belonged. And I was grateful to be able to do that. So I guess my answer is the, the the short way of answering that is it really, for me, depends on the environment. All right. So thank you for this call. And I really appreciate this topic.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for being here.
13: And happy travels to everyone, no matter how you choose to <laughs> there travel. There
1: you go. I like that. Happy travels. <laughs>
2: All right, Lori, it's
9: your turn.
0: Guys, so, well, uh, the medium answer is I've had pet dogs, and um, we've had to uh, put them down after so many years of being with us, and, you know, my parents were the one that put them down. I didn't. But if I had to have that responsibility, I don't know if I could handle it because especially the dog that I had, her name was Hannah, and she was attached to me. And um, I've been a cane user since I was 14, and I'm 60 now, six oh. 0 And um, when, I was, when I was 31 and about to have cataract surgery, my stepfather said on the day before my operation, he said, Lori, take Hannah out for a walk because for a month you're not going to be able to. And I said, Sam, you guys usually walk her. And he said, no, no, I want you to because you're not going to be able to lift anything. You're not going to be able to do anything for a month. Go ahead and do it. Well, I grew up on a busy street, and I almost lost her during our walk. And I said, Hannah, come back. Come. And I was afraid I lost her. Long story very short, she reunited with me, but I thought if my guide dog, even with his training, ever did that, I would have to give them severe discipline and tell the school about it. And so as much as I have misgivings about my cane travel um, and I need an extra pair of eyes now that I don't have any sight except for light perception, um, I, uh, I admire my friends that have guide dogs, one of whom is between dogs now, and I would have to... I would I would be very sad if I had this long a wait, and she's been waiting over a year and a half to get a dog. And um, my walking speed is very fast compared to um, guide dog users that travel at a slower speed on their own with a cane. And so,
1: oh, well, you're pretty good, good with blind, your cane, then.
0: Yeah. So one All one right. blind one blind person that used to live here said. Laura, you walk very fast for a blind person. Well, that's when I had more vision. Now that vision is gone and I've slowed down. So um, I would like to maybe entertain the idea of a dog one day, but I'm not ready for that emotionally.
1: All right. Well, story. I'm going to say what someone just said to us. Happy travels with your cane, because it sounds oh, like
0: thanks. you
6: <laughs> do
1: a great job with I, that.
0: At least I don't have to feed it, you know. <laughs>
1: All right. Thanks, Lori.
0: Oh, you're welcome.
2: All right. Deanna, you're up.
15: Hey, Deanna. Hey, Bell. I guess you know my answer. I do. <laughs> um, I was a very, very good cane traveler, but I never learned to relax using a cane. I've had friends that are amazing with their canes. Um, one of them used to, and used to live in San Francisco. And if you went to visit him, he would take you on these adventure trips, just heading off in any old direction. And he called it um, his Jose can you see Blind Walking Tour. Oh. <laughs> you just go and you explore. And he never worried about getting lost because he figured he would figure it out and get back where he wanted to be when he wanted to go there. And I never had that kind of courage. (laughs) Um, I don't like being lost. I don't like being disoriented and not being able to figure out where I am. So I'm really getting to be very good with GPS. (laughs) There you go. Because my dog, as wonderful as he is, is dyslexic. He doesn't read street signs. (laughs) So if we do um, an odd crossing, because here in Missouri, I swear the streets were laid out by wandering sheep or something. Because you start out in one direction, like the street I live on, and I'm walking south and west. And then pretty soon I'm walking west. And then pretty soon I'm walking south. And I'm going and now, okay, but I haven't left the street. <laughs> How is this <laughs> Walking happening? Walking in circles. <laughs> yeah, because the, the streets curve, and when the intersections come up, the streets don't match up. So that if you walk straight ahead, you don't hit the the curb cut because maybe this one's on the apex, or yeah. it's over only on the the street parallel to you. You know, they just don't, they're not consistent. There's lots of places where there's no sidewalk, where the walking is slippery with misery mud, all kinds of fun adventures.
1: But it's safe to say, though, that you love your guide dog.
15: I do. And if I'm lost with my dog, I don't get nearly as tense or scared, and I'm more able to think my way out of it and figure it out. And my dog is also helping because he's looking around going, I don't know how we got here. You told me to turn there and I did, (laughs) you know, and but they will take me immediately to anything they have ever been before and say, you want to go to the Dollar General? I see it. It's right here. <laughs> and that is so much better than what a cane would ever do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And no matter how many times you snap that loop at the top of the cane to make them mind and pay attention and stop yeah. whacking people's ankles and doing uh, getting caught in gratings and, and broken pavement and t- sending you into an un- unplanned pole vault, um, you know... They never learn. They do the same damn thing the next time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You correct yourself with a cane, but you can correct a dog. Yeah,
15: and the next time he won't do it because he doesn't want to make you unhappy. He wants to keep you safe, and he wants to get those praises for doing the right thing. You know, he'll wag his tail and go, yeah, this is good. I'm a good dog.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Deanna. Appreciate you being here.
2: All right, Nora, you are next.
9: Hey there, Nora. Hi. Sorry, I'm late. I'm not sure what the subject is. So I mean, I know- it's yeah. It's
1: um, currently. What do you prefer? What is your mode of your preferred mode of travel independently? a uh, Guide dog or
9: with a cane? With a cane uh, because uh, I don't have to care for a dog and have to don't have to him or her down or and I don't have to. uh, It's a lot of work taking care of a dog for me. And I'd rather just not have to worry about walking, feeding the dog. (laughs) I just use a cane to walking, like a walking support cane, like Mm -hmm. a white one. And that's how I feel better using the cane.
1: Very good. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I appreciate you being here, Nora. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right, who's next, Travis?
2: All right, Beth is next. Sorry, I thought it was unmuted.
1: It's okay. <laughs> Hi, Beth. Hello. I think it's a
16: good topic too. Um. I do have I do use a cane now and um I have had one guide dog and I I liked her she I had her for about 11 years and I retired her and then um, and she did she did pass away from old age uh but um my kids father at that time told me I can't raise the kids by themselves not even for a month and I'm like, oh, man, you know, I wanted to go get another one, but so I never did. But I think I'm, I contemplate going to get another guide dog, but you do have to check with all different schools. And um, this little town where I live, right now I, I live in a semi-residential area, and that's what I really don't like about it. Um, because there's a big big highway and then there's another busy street that I would have to cross but I'm pretty confident with my cane Um, I am
5: that's good, that's
16: awesome and uh, but they I sometimes think that this town is so small that there wouldn't be a lot of places for, for me and the dog to go, you know how they have like long walks and stuff like that. that...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
16: Well, and, I don't know. Uh,
1: people, take, people love to take walks with their guide dogs, so you'd be surprised.
16: Oh, I, oh yeah, I would, too. I would, too. Well, and I'm I, happy I to just hear just... that
1: you're a happy, independent cane traveler, and I am certainly glad you came on the call and voiced your view about it. So thanks for being here, Beth.
17: Well, thank you.
2: All right, Sheila.
17: Hi, Sheila.
2: Hey,
17: guys. How are you? Good. So, I apologize. I literally walked in about ten minutes ago and said, "Oh no." (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am a cane traveler. Have never had a guide dog. I contemplated getting a guide dog, and I. I think because my entire life I raised kids and raised a husband and I have gotten selfish in my old age. And when I get up in the morning, I don't want to have to get dressed and take a dog out. I want to get up and have coffee.
1: (laughs) Especially not in 20 degree weather. Uh, no. Which, well, you don't have that. Well, I don't have, twenty <laughs> weather,
17: but, you know, it, it still can be chilly in Florida, but you know, I love dogs. I had, I raised dogs. We had a, a kennel. We had a, a Riverdale kennel. We raised Basset hounds. So I love, love, love dogs and I will love anybody else's dog. But I just think that for myself, I am going to stay a cane traveler. I mean, I've been doing it long enough to where, yeah, I get lost, but so do people with their dogs. So I don't disrespect anyone that makes that choice. I love them for making the choice. And I certainly see people travel quicker with their dogs than I do with my cane. But I get there and, you know, and they are expensive. So that's just my point. My my opinion. So, all right. Thanks for coming in. Great topic.
1: Thanks.
2: All right, you got right about ten minutes left, and Sandra.
1: Hi, Sandra.
2: Sandra, you're still muted.
15: Okay. There
18: you are. I got it. Okay. Um, okay. First of all, I can see pros and cons of both dog and cane. And I got to say, I admire any of you guys who spent your whole lives going around with a cane. Um, that's because I've had, since I was 19, I've had seven dogs. Uh, I'm the person that Lori's talking about. I'm now kind of on a waiting pattern. My dog was young and had some health problems, and so we had to stop working. She's living with her puppy raisers. Um, and the school came out and evaluated me, and since I'm using a cane and I get frustrated if I go too far and my sidewalks in my area are horrible, I'm not doing as much moving around, so I've gotten a little slower. Um so they recommended I do PT and I've, I've done all that kind of stuff. And I'm supposedly having somebody else come out and look at me and walk, see what my speed is. I'm Everybody's talking about being real speedy with a dog. I've never been real, real speedy. I'd be like two point something miles per hour, which is mm. kind of on the slow side. Um, But I was able in the past to have dogs. And now I'm in my 70s, hoping there was another possibility before I get to be 80. Um, and I have, I've, I've gotten other disabilities along the way. So I've gone from the same school, but I've gone the last few dogs from the regular program to the, uh, specialized training program. Um, That's about as much as I can say. I'll add one more thing. Um, okay. What was I going to say? My one more thing is you certainly do pick up a lot of information with a cane that you don't get with a dog. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes it just frustrates me that you got to figure out uh, which way to go to find the opening to get out the door or something. Where when I had, or, or go straight through the door and not have one one part of you closer to the door than it should be. Right. Where with a dog, I'd just say, find the door. Mm-hmm. Or I taught my dog how to find uh, counters in stores. And stuff like that. And also a cane, Um, I can't often feel when there's a real bad place in the sidewalk until I'm already on top of it. And I also have poor balance. So I'm using the support cane in one hand and a long cane in the other hand. And my dogs used to stop. Um, they yeah. were kind of modified for me and how they behaved. But they would stop back far enough so that I could put my foot out and find out what was in front of me and be able to go up or down. Um,
1: Like you said, there are pros and cons for both, you know? So whatever each person's preference is, and they check all the boxes for whatever decision they make, you know? So appreciate you being here. Okay, thanks.
2: All right. All right. Cheryl, you had your hand up and then it lowered. Were you w- wanting to talk? Was that an accident or?
9: No, I'll, I'll talk. Um, what I do is I have a identification cane, which is I use it mainly for streets, but I can mm-hmm. see enough to travel. It's just some streets I'm afraid of, especially the the four lane ones and you know, some of the really, really busier ones. But I always take it with me in case I need it. And I don't have any night vision, but I don't go anywhere. And then guide dogs—we have, we've had a lot of guide dogs in our family. My son has one; he's on his fifth. My daughter-in-law's on her third. I had one, and Ed had one a long, long time ago, and he can't seem to bring himself around to getting them. But we always get the retired ones. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's how we travel. The awful Ed, doggy home. Yeah, we're the old dogs, folks. The old dogs home. Oh, God. <laughs> the, old, the old dog folks home. Oh, my goodness. So, we do. We get them retired. <laughs> so, so, and it's hard to say goodbye to each one of them. Um, yeah. You know, put down, well, so far we put down one, but, you know, we've had a lot of dogs, rescue dogs, but, you know, it seems like the guide dogs are the hardest ones to go down. No, we put down two. And the, guide is, the the hardest ones are the guide dogs to say goodbye to. And I have one that's 14 now and one that's 12. So, wow. You know, yeah.
1: Well, I want to bring up something you mentioned earlier about having the ID cane. I've, on this call, I always encourage people to come who have some vision or low vision and definitely having an ID cane that um, even though you're able to see well enough to travel, having the ID cane is definitely a good thing. So appreciate you bringing that up.
9: Sure. It's it's not one to travel like with all the time. Right. But it's like it's when just to let other it.
1: people know. Sure. sure. Yeah.
9: All
1: hey, right. Cheryl? This is a
9: great topic. I'm really enjoying listening. It's really interesting what people are bringing up. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. Oh, thank you. Okay.
2: All right. You were out of hands.
9: All right.
1: Well, guess what? It is nearly about that time anyway. It is. All right. This was great, you guys. I appreciated everyone's view, whether you've been a lifelong cane user or guide dog handler. No matter your choice, I hope you, as uh, Liz put it, have uh, safe and happy travels, no matter your mode of independent travel. And I want to let you know that we will be back, A Blind View will be back October 27th. Um, Yeah, 27th. And um, we'll see you guys then. Travis, thank you for hosting for me. And Chanel, thank you for streaming and connecting us to Clubhouse. And until next time, you guys have a great evening.